0: Politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now.
1: Welcome to the 51st episode of Five Questions with Dan Shaw Bell. As your host, my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is best-selling author, marketer, and entrepreneur Ryan Holiday. Born in Sacramento, California, Ryan dropped out of college at age 19 to apprentice under notable authors, including Tucker Max, Tim Ferriss, and Robert Greene, supporting their book marketing campaigns. After helping launch the 50th law, Robert connected Ryan to American Apparel founder Dove Charney. Ryan served as the director of marketing for the company from 2009 until 2014, where he was responsible for many notable media stunts, which became the inspiration for his first book, "Trust Me, I'm Lying." Since then, he's written several other books, including "The Obstacle Is the Way," "Ego Is the Enemy," and his latest. Stillness is the key. It's been seven years of knowing you. Mm -hmm. This is our fourth interview. You've written how many books? I believe nine, but I honestly have lost count. (laughs) So after all of this time, what has most changed for you and what's remained the same in terms of your philosophy and how you operate in your life?
2: That's a good question. I I don't know how much has changed. I feel like I'm the same person, but I feel like what you, what you're doing is you're sort of you're solving the obvious problems in your life and then at what you're doing is sort of going up that hierarchy of needs. And so the, the problems get seemingly less urgent, but ultimately much more important and consequential. And so part of what I'm doing in this book is like, okay, when you've sort of gone through the obstacles, when you've gotten your sort of your life or your career or your business on track, what what, what's the problem next, like what are you solving next? And I think what this book is, is solving this thing that so many of us are feeling right now and have always felt, which is like, we're overwhelmed, we're too busy, we're not experiencing the stillness that we need to make good decisions, to be happy, um, to, to bring our best work out from wherever it comes from.
1: Yeah, and something what I noticed too, of course, studying a similar topic is people are overworked, they're burned out, not having your phone as a new vacation, people yes. responding to business, email and messages outside of work, on weekends, on vacation, yeah. just everywhere, they can't get enough. So they, people feel like they need to constantly be connected. Yeah. How can people start to disconnect and be more present? So one of the
2: things I've started doing uh, just as, as far as devices go is I don't touch my phone for the first 30 minutes to one hour of the day. So I wake up, I don't sleep with the phone in the same room. Uh, and then I don't touch it. Like I use it as an alarm clock. Uh, Sometimes I don't have an alarm clock because I have a three year old. But when I don't touch the phone in the morning and I, I wanna get started, I wanna get into the work before I get sucked into the stuff. So for me, I try to build my life around like really winning the morning, like really having at front loading as much of the big successes earlier in the day so then when things interrupt or things get stressful or i get distracted or i get tired or whatever all the things that can happen in the course of the day it's not pushing anything off for me because i already did the important stuff so if i have a distraction-free day that's amazing because i'm super productive i got extra done but like by you know 10 or 11 i've
1: i've like done enough i've done like a normal human day's work that's sort of how i think of it how do you define stillness? What is the feeling like when you've achieved stillness? Yeah, And why should people try to do that?
2: So stillness is one of these things that I think manifests itself in, in different ways. There's like, you know, there's the stillness of a baseball player sort of staring down a pitcher. You know, the waiting for the right pitch. There's the stillness of, you know, a parent with a child asleep on you. There's the stillness of sitting in front of a journal. There's the stillness of when you get in one of those flow states where that, where, with whatever the work you're doing is, the stillness of like being out in nature. So there's lots of different forms, but I think at the core of it, it's a it's it's defined by presence. It's defined by a lack of kind of swirling negative emotions. It's a it's it's a sense of possibilities. It's a it's a clarity of intention. Um, you're not, even if you are doing something really important, whether it's writing or making music or, or onto some big idea, you're intensely engaged, but you're also not thinking that much. So, so to me, stillness is this, this place we go to personally that's quite important, but also professionally. It's like sort of the key to elite performance. And so I think we know that stillness is what unlocks whatever it is we want in life, personally or professionally. The problem is, as relatable as those moments I just talked about were, we've all had them, we all know that they're pretty rare. And so the idea is, well, why? If they're so important, why do we allow them to be so rare? And how can we build a life that
1: sort of encourages them, or at least doesn't make them impossible? Yeah, I'm curious, you're raising a kid right now. Mm -hmm. How will you raise your kid differently after studying Stoicism and other ancient wisdom and philosophies?
2: Well, the power of learning how to be by yourself is a big one. So like one of the things we do when my son wakes up in the morning is like, your instinct is like, oh, I gotta go get him, right? And it's like, actually, he should learn how to be by himself. Obviously, you watching him on the monitor is he's not hurting himself or something, but had the power of just being by yourself, uh, he and I, like. so not only is, is the not using a device in the morning a thing for me, but it's also for him. So I, he can actually experience a parent who's fully engaged, not half checking email, half babysitting. And then one of the things we do every morning that's a big part of my routine as far as stillness goes, is we take a long walk. We either go on a two to three mile walk or if he asks for it, we'll go on a bike ride. I put him in this trailer and sort of ride around. And the idea is, let's go out, let's do something active, but let's only do that, right? And so that just, just doing that activity, whether it's walking, and watching the sun come up, whether it's riding the bike, We're just out in nature, we're experiencing something together, and this is all that we're doing, and we're just enjoying it. So it's a, I I think, ultimately you teach stillness by example, and I think that's a key thing that parents have to provide for their kids. There's some, like, kids are naturally present and still, it's the parents who make them anxious and frenetic and overwhelmed by signing them up for cello lessons and, you know, everything else.
1: And what's your best piece of career advice?
2: What I've been thinking about a lot lately, is that you should do the thing that only you can do. Like I'll see book proposals and they'll mention my books, or they'll mention other really successful books. And it's like, no, you should be doing, like those books didn't have other books to point to. Like you should be carving out new space. And like the truth is like every one of us, one of the great gifts we have is that we're born with a monopoly, right? We're born with totally unique DNA, totally unique experiences, totally unique point of view. And, and so instead of using that to create a distinctive, unique brand, we see what other successful people are doing and then we make ourselves like them and then we wonder why we have trouble standing out. And so if you wanna stand out, if you wanna have impact, if you wanna be special, um, you gotta remember like the values in scarcity. And so if you can, if you can focus on like writing a book or making a movie or, or pursuing, like do it, don't just be an, another Groupon clone or don't just be another Bitcoin startup or don't just be another, you know, business book that mentions the same five academic studies, like do something unique and special that you were like put on this planet to do.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Ryan. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Stillness is the Key, and find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where he shares his presentations, moments with his family, quotes from stoic philosophers, athletic activities, and pictures of his farm animals. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, where I ask Ryan even more questions, you can go to youtube.com slash danshawbell.